1: Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome to the Red X podcast. I'm so excited that you're here. My name is Haley Johnson. I'm going to be your host today. I am really excited about our conversation today. We have Chris with us. Welcome, Chris. Hey. Folks, good good to have you back. We've had, uh, I think it's been two years or maybe longer (laughs) since you were on.
0: I I want to say 2020, uh, because I think I remember I was in front of computers all all day. We were kind of in the Zoom world, and that's when all these, podcasts and things kind of exploded <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah that's true i mean that's how our podcast came out is because COVID hit and we needed some way to get out to people so um awesome i feel like 2020 feels like it was a couple years ago but i mean we're almost at four years ago which is kind of crazy
0: <laughs> that's right
1: So, awesome. Well, I just want to talk to the audience real quick, people that are coming in and watching live. Thanks for tuning in live. Um, If you have any questions for Chris during our conversation today, feel free to chat them into the comments and we will get those over to him. Um, Of course, you can subscribe to our podcast at redx.com slash podcast. um, And you can put your uh, email and name in and we will email you every time we have a new episode or you can just subscribe wherever you like to listen to your podcast. That's right. All right. Now that's out of the way. Chris, before we get into the meat of our conversation today, will you just give people a little bit of an introduction into who you are?
0: Sure. Uh, got into the business in 2001, around when uh, 9-11 happened. I was got kicked out of school, figured I'd, <laughs> I would was interest, into, interested in real estate. I saw it as a wealth building vehicle, got into real estate, got my license, said I'll sell real estate until I figure out what I want to be when I grow up. Um, and uh, I got good at it. I was a rookie of the year. Uh, but my third year i started prospecting i said i got to take listings started prospecting for sell by owners built a listing inventory in my mid-20s learned how to do that and then uh, in 2010 i left sales got into leadership and it's where i learned to uh, help develop other agents i recruited and trained and coached over a thousand agents uh, over the last 10 years and um and then here i am i left office leadership and now i work with everybody so i travel around the country i speak to agents about stuff like this and, um, awesome. uh, I work with them directly and just that that's what I'm doing, man. I'm just helping people build their business.
1: I love that. Chris is the expert in building successful businesses. Um, especially right now in real estate, it's kind of a crazy market. Yeah. And I think people need the tools to be able to find leads, listings, things like that, be efficient, all that stuff, which is why we're talking about AI today, which is a very important topic. I think if you are not implementing AI into your business, it will leave you behind. Um, And so I want to let's talk about that. So let's start with like, why is AI so crucial for agents to implement right now? Um, And we'll go from there
0: yeah well it's uh like anything else it's any new technology if you learn how to use it correctly it leverages your time it makes what you're do- already doing at a high level better so you know you get a kind of i mean look i was an old i'm a voice to voice person i was a telephone prospector i mentioned for sale by owners so whatever you're doing now how can we always be more efficient and do that better T- tools and technology come out like redx that allows you to one touch dial and do a voice drops and do all these kinds of things. So how can we now use AI to do that at a high level? So that's what it's like yeah. kind of throwing gasoline on that fire. And um, I think people just get overwhelmed by it. And there's when you're, I think also when you're kind of like a, a prospect or you're a relationship person, there's a degree of authenticity. It feels like from using a tool like artificial intelligence. And uh, that's kind of I've never debunked all that. How can you do what you're doing authentically and make it better and bigger and more efficient and yeah. more time and a better business for yourself?
1: I love that. I think, I totally agree. If you are doing the same thing that you've always done, I don't think you're going to get the same results all the yeah. time, right? And that is what's great about the new year coming. and And I think you're right. I think AI is maybe a little intimidating about, I mean, there's so many different tools now. I mean, new things mm-hmm. come out every single day about it. And yeah. so I think it is, Maybe a little overwhelming for agents. What? Let's just start at the beginning. Where? What kind of tools should pe- people make sure that is in um, their arsenal? What can they use? Um, and then we can go from there.
0: Well, the most important thing I think is a language model like uh, OpenAI's ChatGPT. There's a, right. there's uh, some other competitors out there, uh, and this is just so valuable, even. I mean, let's give an example of if you're if you call FISBOs, what you're already doing, and you never got into marketing or lead magnets, you could take the conversations you're having, and you could use a chat model saying, "Hey, I'm calling for sale by owners. Here's the challenges they're having. Here's the area I'm calling. Uh, write me a write me a blog to post to those people. Write me create a lead magnet. Write copy for a landing page. Help me create a digital download." Uh, I've one called no brokers, you know, ways how to sell your house without using a real estate agent. And there's all and it's just super helpful from that, starting with what you have and just scaling it out and building uh, scripts and downloads and lead magnets and then follow up campaigns and text campaigns. And just it's be, it's become so easy. So I think a language model, number one, is the most important thing. Uh, number two. If you're, uh, uh, if you're use a lot of video on social media, like for, like for example, I do a lot of long form videos like this, like a podcast interview. Yeah. Uh, so I use an AI video editing tool. I mean, I, how many of you have stuff recorded and you're just, it's you <laughs> recorded and you're like, someday I'm gonna edit this and I'm gonna put it out there and you never <laughs> do. So I have this software where you upload a long video into it. It takes all the short clips out of it for you. Um, it does the closed captions. It puts it into the vertical format or horizontal, and you just click download and post. It makes it super easy. So that's an example. That's two examples, like a language model where it's like having yeah. a real smart assistant you could talk to and then having like a, a video editor, just a, an artificial video editor that cranks those things out. So that's what I would say would uh, increasingly important. The third thing is uh, like, I use a thing called designer. If you're creating, tangible hard copy materials. And that's kind of like chat GPT and Canva had a baby, right? With a master <laughs> degree in marketing. So you can be like, go in there and say, create me a, um, a hot topic right now is owner financing. How, um, how can I write me a blog on owner financing, then create me a downloadable ebook about owner financing. So I could post my blog, create my videos, and then actually create a hard copy of a downloadable ebook. Um, and that's, that's huge. Not having to write <laughs> not having to write pages and pages of copy. Um, yeah. Those are kind of like the uh, things I would tell you, start with that language model first and just mm-hmm. see what it's like to have a really super smart digital assistant on your side.
1: Yeah, I like what you said. Um, I mean, the the videos as well is you could put in chat GPT, write me a video script. Yeah, I, th- I hear all the time of like, I don't know what to say on video. I don't know what to do. Um it's it's awesome because ChatGPT will just tell you what to do. It's yeah. great, and I think it's so important because like all the things that you're saying to do, like listing the, like uh, blogs and um, listing descriptions, like uh, all the different things that you can use AI for. I'm just thinking about agents who have written them for so long, and how much that is going to take off their plate to be able to do more, and. Um, because spending so much time writing, I mean, I'm a marketer, so I have written emails my whole career. I just, um, and then now to have AI take me a completely step forward so I don't have to do all of the hard thinking. I right. just do the optimizing. Yeah. Game changer. Yeah, it's amazing. Absolutely.
0: Yeah, and you do everything all at once. You know, like I told you, if the, those new those new for sale by owners come out for Red X. In the past, I'd take those, upload them into my CRM, start dialing, take notes, send mail and email. But now I take yeah. it, I'm going to call Fizbo's, create create my follow-up drip campaign, create my language patterns, create a digital download for them. I also want to run an ad to those people I call to a lookalike audience. And so, oh, by the way, a breakdown, write me a 500 word blog on this and then take those things and turn that into five 30 second videos. And boom, just all in one thread. You do it, you crank it out, you batch, you batch, get it out there. And it's just, uh, it does so much heavy lifting for you. And I mean, you as a marketer could probably appreciate that not having to <laughs> do all that copywriting and figuring all that stuff out. And then also on top of it, you could split test it. You could do everything and say, create me one or two other versions of this. And then I'm going to put them out there and see what works the best. Yeah.
1: Right. Oh yeah. I love it. Um, I'm curious about prompts, uh, because I think, right. The tool is only as good as we can feed it, right. Feed the information for the prompts. So do you have like some best practices for agents when they're writing prompts inside of ChatGPT of how to get really good content?
0: Yeah, you know, so uh, if you have the paid version of ChatGPT, it gives you a couple additional features. One feature being Dolly that can create images, which is great. Another feature is being able to uh, enable plugins. And I have a plugin called PromptBase, PromptTest, which Mm. actually helps you write better prompts. I actually have master prompts. I could share a link with you where an agent can kind of copy it and then fill in the blanks like to create a, a blog or a lead magnet based off of a trending topic. But yeah, because yeah, awesome. um, sometimes you go back and forth with it. It's like, like I said, people, so many agents are intimidated. They're looking at a white space on the screen. What do I do with this thing? And I said, just pretend you're sitting in front of someone real smart, a top marketer, a really smart assistant, just have a conversation, go back and forth. But those prompts, right. I mean, the prompts are, are huge. And I mean, I got a couple of, I got a couple of good ones that just are, you know, starting off with that 500 word blog. And then from there, turning that into videos, turning that into uh, digital downloads, turning it into language patterns to talk to people. And just, it kind of keeps a consistency uh, throughout your, your marketing and your, your brand. And that's mm. one of the thing I'm one of the classes I'm that's real, I've been going around the country teaching is called brand building with bots and people are just blown away by this. Yeah. It's funny.
1: <laughs> that's awesome. I mean, it's, I think what we we're talking about when people are in, are intimidated by it, it's really not. It, it's it shouldn't be scary. It's it's. I mean, there's a lot out there, and you can find a lot of information. But really, it's pretty simple, and it's it's a tool to help you. Yeah. Um. And I think just not using it or just being like you know old school or I don't need new. I don't need AI to help me with stuff. Is is really putting you at a disadvantage, um, especially with other agents who are going to be using this and be doing things twice as quickly yeah. and stuff like that. So I also want to talk, because we we talked a little bit pre-show about how, I mean, and you've mentioned a little bit, is how to optimize your prospecting. Yeah. And um, because uh, Taylor's, well, we've been here for 20 years, Red X has, and we've sold expired leads for 20 years, right? And if people have had expired leads for the past twenty years, it is completely different than when they had it then. Then now, the market is so much different, and there's so just many different things going on. Um, if I buy expired leads now, what should I do with them?
0: Yep, and it's so funny because I think there's a longer sales cycle now, and uh, particularly yeah. with the millennial consumer, right? So we have millennials now that are a big portion of buyers and sellers, and they want to be communicated differently. People don't want to talk to a human being anymore until they're ready to make a choice, right? So I mean, I have yep. so many agents like. Uh, they can't get in touch with an expired. And I'm like, are you leaving messages? Are you sending emails? Are you sending whatever? No. Well, because you'd be surprised the next time you hear from them, it's going to be when they want to hire you. So in taking like an expired, it's prospecting is great and marketing is great, but nothing is better than kind of doing both. So there's kind of like uh, marketing enhanced prospecting or prospecting enhanced marketing where like you know, I'm not just calling an expired. I, I'm calling an expired, but then I'm taking them, but then I'm finding them on. Uh, I, I'm taking that expired list, uploading it into Meta, uploading it into Google, and then like I'm target marketing them. So they're hearing my voice on a voicemail. I'm doing a voicemail broadcast. They're getting a postcard in the mail from me, and then also there something's going to pop up on their Facebook or Instagram and say, "Hey, are you frustrated for not selling? Download my free ebook." Right. And so now it's a lead capture thing, and now creating all the conversations around that. But I think it's not so much. expireds are so hard to get on the phone so having this kind of um, having like these drip campaigns over time and by the way positioning yourself beforehand Uh, so you guys have that brand builder for example Mm -hmm. so the time to make videos and uh, do start marketing to expireds is before they expire not to prospect them directly but just to start getting your message out there uh, because they're questioning their position um, and some things go wrong so in being able to create content that speaks into their listening. You know, I mean, we've all logged in one day. It's like, Hey, are you frustrated with this? And you're like, yeah, I'm frustrated (laughs) with that. You know, are you going to the gym every day and can't seem to lose weight? Yeah. Well, the reason why they know this is because all those data points, right. And expired sellers are no different. So being able to, uh, being able to get your message in front of them and it's super specific, custom tailored um, and they can't resist that clickbait. They want to know. And they're going to do research on you. Probably the next time you talk to them, they've already, they already decided and know who you are and, I'd know if they want to hire you or not and it's quite often it's not the early bird catches the worm anymore so many expireds you could call them first thing in the morning be the first person to talk to them and they are right a lot of times i already have another agent in mind uh, so mm-hmm. you've got to be um, you've got to use that data to be first in and to have more effective conversations leave messages tell them you're going to stop by their house tell them you're going to mail them tell them you're going to do all these things for them let them know and uh i think um that's i think the geo the geo calls have been um a lot of the agents I'm talking to have switched over to geo calls and it's, it's a longer sales cycle, but they'll get people that are interested within a year and they're, they're taking listings. And I think most it's the expires. We're hardly seeing them, you know, they're already, we're hardly seeing them, be great candidates for telephone prospecting anymore. So it's, you got to do more yeah. than just be the first person to call them.
1: And I think that's why, I mean, cold calling, right? I I think the goal is to get in front of them, like you say, before they're even expired. So when you do call them, they're a warm lead, right? So it's not so cold. You call them and they're like, oh, I've seen your stuff online. Yeah. And they're already like, they already kind of know you. And that is like doing ads mm. and and. Yeah putting content out there yeah. um, will help you generate those leads and
0: consistent with it. I, mean, I, think, I think that's a big problem. Sometimes we're not consistent with our messaging. So it's at any yeah. moment could somebody go to your, see something you do, go to one of your pages and you're, you're constantly giving advice to potential sellers. You're talking to expireds about, Hey, these, this could, these could be some things that why, why your property didn't sell. Here's what's yeah. happening with the market. And just being honest about your interpretation of that being yourself, because people are knowing you and liking you before they talk to you and that that's a that distance between like and trust uh, that's um there's a short distance between know and like and like and trust trust is actually built now it's not over trying to get someone to trust you by talking to them it's establishing credibility by them seeing your stuff so yeah. uh, it's a, a consumer will trust an agent that they've never spoken to but they've seen postcards signs and seen them online Consistent mm-hmm. messaging. They, there's automatically a degree of trust in brands that you see all the time that you hear from. So it's a it's a little bit different. You still need to talk to people. You still want to get in front of people. Your first goal is to kind of have a conversation and and then an appointment. But you want to. There's so much work we need to do up front now to cut through the clutter and get people to take our calls or or call us.
1: And I think that's why social media is so cool is people can find you without you needing to pick up the phone. I mean, I think about like why influencers are so big, right? And why they're so successful. I mean, I'm not saying that you need to become an influencer. What I'm saying is people go online looking for advice and that's why influencers will post and share all different things and you'll buy it even though you don't know this person at all you will take their recommendation because you follow them, you see their stuff. Same thing yeah. can happen with agents. And it, it just needs to be with your area, right? You don't need to have millions of followers to be successful. You just need to be present on uh, online.
0: Yeah. Well, and that's what it is. And, uh, you know, and there's a lot of that with, with social media, there's a lot of that vanity metrics going on. I mean, I think every real estate agent's kind of hunted by these people like we'll get you a million followers but a million followers that don't care about your messaging doesn't matter uh you'd rather mm-hmm. have a thousand and you know kind of putting things out there and um i also think with the email marketing the unsubscribe button was one of the best things ever invented so now yeah. you're kind of trimming your fat and you're engaging with people that really want to work with you i mean it's uh i mean it's it's just um people people want to work with people that they know like and trust and uh, it's that social media can be a great thing to get that out there but social media can also be a thing to um, create the opposite of that. And uh, I, I just did a keynote in Albany called um, The Art of Authenticity, about authenticity and branding. And hmm. when somebody meets you, and we had a panel on one of the agents, she was like, I love it when I meet people and they see me on social media and they say, wow, I'm surprised you're exactly the same way in person <laughs> as you are on social media. And they're surprised by that. Why are they surprised by that? Because there's so much inauthenticity happening around there. Yeah. So just yeah be, go out there and being consistent and a- adding value, being yourself, being authentic, adding value and it coming from a good place, but then you know becoming who be, authenticity is there's two degrees to it. There's being who you true to yourself and then being who you say you are to other people. And when all that's in alignment, magic happens and you're meant you work with the people you're meant to work with. And that's okay. And we said that with prospecting, right? We call a FISBO, don't get all hung up because a FISBO hangs up the phone on you. That's okay because you're gonna talk to someone that's gonna love you to death. And that's who we do it for. Taylor Swift doesn't make music for the people that don't like her music. You know,
1: (laughs) even though a lot of people like her music,
0: (laughs) a lot of people like it, but you have a real estate agent. One real estate agent will fall to pieces. If somebody chooses someone else or doesn't like them or Mm. whatever. And then they'll, you know, they'll bury their head in the sand. Look, I was like that. I started calling Fizbo as a Fizbo hung up on me. And I was like, I should do another job. You know, (laughs) it's like, I mean, it's my behavior profile, man. I don't want, I don't want to do harm to anybody, but it's a, but that's okay, man. It's it's okay to find some people you're not meant to work with. Not everybody's your customer. But social media is great for yeah.
1: that. I love that. I mean, rejection is so common in this industry. I mean, especially if you're prospecting, you're going to get rejected like a lot. And so just I love that mindset because I think also agents will ugh, get scared to like film videos or whatever, because they have to like assume this role, assume this person of this agent who's going to help or whatever, but they don't need to assume anything. They just have to be themselves. And I yeah. love that because that you're going to find people that you want to work with. So many people work with homeowners they don't want to work with and they don't vibe or anything like that. But if yourself, if you are yourself, you're going to attract the right clients. Right. I love that.
0: Yeah. It, and, and it's okay. It's okay. It's okay not to, to Take every listing, and uh, such a liberating thing is when you realize how many listings can you work with at a time, and how many buyers can you work with at a time. Because now it becomes a matter of it's a limited resource; you can't take on everybody. So now it's they're not just looking to hire you; you're saying if you want to work with them, <laughs> you know. So it's like yeah, this is this is a two way thing, and there's a there's a lot of times I think we've all done in our careers where we've uh, where we've. Uh, taking someone on or a project on and we decided it, it ended up not working out, but we didn't have a good feeling about it in the beginning. So it's a, that's a learning lesson. And for, for new agents, one thing you want to learn is go for no, man, get as many people to say no as mm. possible. You're not going to break it. Uh, mm. And I have, I have so many clients. I, one she was like, oh, Chris, everybody is hanging up on me. All the people, all the FISBOS are mm-hmm. hanging up on me all. The, and I'm like, really? Well, well tell me how many is that? And she told, she's like, well, and it, it actually really isn't that many. So I gave her an assignment. Now her goal every week is to get 20 no's, get 20 people to tell you no. That's your goal, right? And then reward yourself if you get that. So now she's tracking her nose, wants to get to 20. She rarely gets to 20 no's without getting somebody that's a leader or, or valuable conversation. So now she made her goal the negative. She's focused on that. But now it's not everybody's hanging up on me. It's like, I want 20 people to hang up on me. But out of that 20 people, she's going to get one or two powerful conversations going. And it's an interesting thing because we always oh, think wow. we take the worst of it. We focus on it. We blow it up. Ah, oh, this business is so hard. <laughs> is it really hard or is it one of the best businesses you can be in without a college degree? I mean, <laughs> like, you know, like really, I mean, being in business for yourself. I, I mean, I ran a brokerage with 300 agents and we had plenty of agents making more money by themselves than the whole brokerage was. So that's a, that's a big opportunity, oh. real estate sales, you know?
1: Yeah, I think that's why, I mean, mindset is so often overlooked, um, but it's so crucial because you're right. So many people get caught up in the nose and the projection. And I mean, we have customers all day, every day, like emailing us, sending us stuff that is like man, people keep saying no, or I get wrong numbers, or I do all this stuff. And they're focused on all of the negative when really you're trying to find a diamond in the rough, right? You're trying to find that one yes. And once you get it, it's like, Oh, all of it's worth it, but it's getting there. I love that you said to track your nose because you know, like, I mean, even if you track your numbers really well, you know, like, Oh, if I make a hundred dials, then that means I'll get one person interested or a contact or this many contacts or whatever. So I love that and um I think that helps with mindset and and just expectations and everything. I think it's great.
0: If you make no the goal, you're not you're not disappointed when you don't get the yeses. And I think that's what happens. We're yeah. looking for that yes, but four or five nos in we're not getting it and so everybody is a no. So but when mm-hmm. you're when you when you take away when you take away the negative impact that not getting the yes can have on you and you make no the goal, it just makes it easier. Just it messes with your brain a little bit and it's a uh, I mean, that's um, it's a fun thing. It's like, sometimes you meet people and it's, they attribute their success to, uh, oh, I just wanted to show everybody that told me I couldn't that I could. That's an interesting thing. I mean, I think I, I hate meeting when people are like, I just did this because I wanted to prove everybody wrong. Great, so now you're a lawyer. You hate being a lawyer, but you did it because your dad told you you were never smart enough to be a lawyer. <laughs> so now, how do you feel? But there's something to that, to kind of going uh, to focusing on that negative that gets people going. It's, a, it's a, just an interesting thing.
1: Hmm. yeah, and I, I mean, it's human nature to focus on the negative. and so to just kind of alter your brain, I think I think that's awesome. um, what other I want to hear more of this like these prospecting tips and like mindset stuff and being authentic. i love I love this this way that we're going because, um, I think for me, right, authenticity, I love I love talking about that because that makes it real. It makes people like, you know, want to be in real estate because a lot of people I think are like, oh, I can't buy red X, I can't prospect because I'm shy or I'm timid. I'm I'm not this like go getter, strong salesperson that maybe an ideal real estate agent would be. Yeah. But I think that doesn't matter, right? Because you can be whoever you are, show up however you are, and you have different yeah. strengths. Talk to me about that.
0: Well, you can, you know, and it's funny because there's so many people are like, you know, and, and there's a lot of coaches out there and like that are really focused. They're really good at talking about one thing, like prospecting is the way that you build your business or, and another one will say prospecting is dead. Like yeah. I just read something today came up in my feed. Cold calling is not dead. It's obsolete. They're like it came up, it was like an, an advertisement in my Facebook feed. And it makes me laugh because I, look, it's not, there's people still doing really well with cold calling, but then there's people that hate it. And I yeah. tell those people, I'll never be good at this. I hate cold calling, so stop doing that. Do something that you love. Well, what do I love? Oh, look at all these other things you can do. But uh, the, the so authenticity is it's interesting because uh, through through our journey in humanity, uh, there used to there was the industrial age, right, where it was all about goods and people took raw materials and produced goods. So it was all about goods and getting it to market and what's the cost of those goods and one good compared to another, you're going to go with the cheapest one, right? And then we kind of moved into like this service uh a service industry where where service was the consumer sensibility where we can customize a good right customize a service and that's kind of like everybody in real estate felt we're in the service business right but mm-hmm. still when you're in a when you're only in the service business it's everyone's providing me the same service who's the cheapest right people looking for different yeah. things so now the world we're living in even post covid even more uh, why did all these retail stores close down uh, and everyone's buying stuff that they need online, all their goods and services, but now what's, what's popping up ax throwing places and sports complexes and experiential stuff. So now we're, now it's no longer about goods or services. It's about experience. People want experience. Mm. Experience is the new customer sensibility. And um, when a real estate agent understands experience, look, even you could be brand new And you could say, I'm going to give somebody a certain experience. When someone stays at a Ritz-Carlton, they're expecting a certain experience, and they stay there for that experience. Holiday Inn makes great hotels. They're good, but you're going to get a certain experience that you expect with the Ritz-Carlton. And so people people are making buying decisions a lot now based on experience. Who's going to give me... I'm a buyer who's going to give me the best experience. I'm a seller. What's the experience going to be like? And that's going to attract people to you. Like, what's it like working with somebody? I think I've had people that hired me just because I took people to closings in a limo. I mean, that's part of the experience. That's part of just me being fun and my open houses were fun and that, cause that's who I am. So I'm going to have music at my open houses. I'm going to have, I'm going to serve food and I'm going to have mimosas and stuff cause I'm lighthearted and happy go lucky. And I like events and entertainment. I'm going to do things for my clients, like customer appreciation events, and we're going to go see movies and play paintball. And we're going to go have a family fun night and stuff like that, because that's, in alignment with who I am and I attract people that are just like that. And the people that want to work with me, even now as a coach or a speaker, when people hire me, they want the experience I'm going to be able to provide. And I'm, I like to teach agents that same thing. And they, so often they don't think about that. They're just thinking every agent is doing this. So I'm going to do that. I'm going to, I'm going to, these top producers are doing this. So I'm going to Mm. do that. I was no different. Everyone knows someone that's mailing out thousands of postcards every month. That's absolutely crushing it. (laughs) I was an agent with a billboard, Uh, you know, so it's, but you know, who are you in all this and what's your messaging? What experience are you going to be able to provide for people? And how can you get that out effectively that before everyone, anyone ever, ever meets you or talks to you, they're pretty solid on the type of experience they're going to have in working with you. And I think in real estate or otherwise in the most successful businesses, they're able to communicate that at a high level. You know, I mean, look at Apple, right? You know, when you, when you buy a Mac, you know, you know, you're expecting it, the packaging to be amazing. You know, you're, you know what that experience is going to be like at the Apple store. You know, it's that it's, they've created that experience. Starbucks, how much is a cup of coffee worth on a product level on just as a good coffee is worth pennies, right? But now you create an experience like Starbucks and you're able to charge eight bucks for something and people pay it. (laughs) People are not paying it because, as a good or a service, it's worth it, but as an experience, then it's worth it. Wow. Yeah. And that's just kind of, I mean, I study this stuff, and real estate (laughs) agents, there's so much out there and they get lost and they forget about who they are and all this. And if you're brand new and you're like, I don't have any experience, I don't know what to do, can you provide somebody a great customer service experience? Because I'll tell you, they'll choose that over somebody that's knowledgeable anyway. Because if you don't know something, you can get the answer but if you if you have lousy service or you create a lousy experience that's more difficult to learn. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Be confident in your the experience you're providing.
1: I absolutely love that. Like I think that that overcomes so many objections. I'm thinking about FISBOS who are like, "Oh, I don't want to pay an agent commission, but if you are providing a like a luxury experience, yeah. they're not going to be like, "Oh, well, okay, then I'll pay 6% or whatever, you know, it's yeah. and then it overcomes like expireds who are upset at an agent. Yeah. Because okay. they didn't get the job done. Well, look at this experience that I'm going to provide you. Like I love this idea because it is so it's just universal. It helps with every lead generation yeah. method out there, right?
0: It does. It does. And it's it, and it's quite often if we can learn how to, in the script, I don't like to say scripts, I like to say, you know, conversation models yeah. or, or language patterns, right? Because, uh, but it's, it's if you're able to ask those questions about someone's experience, so like rather, than an expired clearly had a bad experience, but instead of you telling them and pointing out their bad experience, asking them questions around their experience could shed you in a great light. And like with expireds, I was, you know, well, oh, this agent, blah, blah, blah. Well, let me ask you, did your agent do an updated CMA for you every two weeks? No. Oh, interesting. Well, uh, did did you have any broker open houses where you kind of, uh, you know, the brokers came in there and you had a feeding frenzy and you created? No, really. So asking them questions that make them say no, will make them doubt the experience they have, but also draw them in. Hey, there's something I've been missing. You know, wait, what's out there? You know, well, that's exactly why we have to meet. Let's talk about. And by the way, by the way, uh, um, I guarantee you all of all the stuff that I talk about. And if um, you're not happy with the experience you're having, I give you the right to kind of fire me at any time, which was huge yeah. for me with expires. Hey, you were listed for six months. At what point did you know this wasn't working out for you? Oh, about a month in. Well, why'd you, why'd you let it go another five months?
1: Yeah. Oh,
0: that was the contract. Really? And let me ask you, they didn't give me an opportunity to opt out of that contract if things weren't working out? No, I didn't know I could do that. Oh, interesting. Well, that's exactly why we have to meet. So now you've cast, you've created a fertile ground for the possibility of a different experience. And it's all about possibilities. It's like with a Fizz Belt, if I Fizbo's do not want to list and they don't want to pay a commission. So addressing that filter right up front and taking that experience away from it. Well, what if there was a way for me to get your household and didn't require you to pay a commission or sign an agreement? Well, uh, would you be interested in learning more about that? Yeah. Well, that's exactly why you have to meet, hmm. you know? So are you, oh, are you saying you could sell my house? outside? I'm not saying that. I'm saying it's possible. So let's have a conversation. Let's see what works. Have I sold houses? I mean, I've sold plenty of houses where I listed the buyer or I've worked with FISBOs that, you know, I got, I got paid from the buyer and, uh, or uh, they didn't have to sign a listing agreement. It was a win all around. So there's all these possibilities and it's just asking the questions around that. And that's kind of where that conversation comes of utmost crucial importance. By the time you're talking to somebody, it's just a couple of uh, unanswered questions that they have between you being able to kind of just have a conversation and turn, turn it into an appointment.
1: I love that. Um, we're running out of time here, but I've loved this conversation. It's kind of, I mean, with AI and being authentic, and then creating the experience. It's kind of just about how to maximize your prospecting and to get more out of what you're already doing, which I have loved, Chris. Mm-hmm. If people want to learn more from you or anything like, or they want to find you, where can they get more info?
0: Yeah, so I got a couple things here. I got uh, chrisabazes.com. It's kind of like my link tree. I don't use Linktree technology, but that's what people call this thing. Um, and um, I'll put the link right there. And then I created, oh no, it, um, it did point somewhere else. In I'll,
1: I'll send it out. Uh,
0: and then I have um, uh, this one that if everybody wants, um, I mentioned like master prompts with AI, where they can mm-hmm. uh, use a master prompt to create themselves a blog or something. Um, that's, um, I put that there too. Why is this? It's not not—it's not copying my right, my, right, my right URL. But yeah, chrisabazis.com. Pretty much they can get to me all my social media and everything, and gets me from there. And uh, I do have a, I have a role play call every Wednesday morning, and um, it's uh, it's funny. That's where all the X users come in and mm-hmm. practice their conversations that they're going to have when they when they log in. So, and that's available at that uh, that link tree.
1: Yes. I'm trying to, we're having a little bit of issue, but I will put them in the show notes below the links that he's talking about so that you can get to those. Um, Chris, thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to come and teach us some about this stuff. This has been absolutely amazing. Thank you so much. Do you have any final thoughts, last words of wisdom that we can leave our audience with today?
0: No, just, uh, uh it still comes down to the person to person experience having the conversation. It's a human driven, it's a human driven industry. Uh, people want to work with people, uh, and don't be intimidated by uh, the the kind of the rides of artificial intelligence. This is your friend until the robots take over. Figure <laughs> out how it can help you grow your real flesh and blood business, and um, just uh, keep on keeping on.
1: I love it. Thank you so much. Thanks everybody for tuning in live or if you're listening to this afterwards. Um, Like I said at the beginning, you can subscribe to this podcast at redx.com slash podcast. We also have a deal for you there if you want to get some money off of your Red X subscription. Um, But that is all for today. We will see everybody next week. Same time, same place.
0: Bye. Thanks, Haley.